Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning. Yes. Running, running commentary. Show three, is it? Oh, something like that. Getting the older. You've barreled off. You've just gone. You've just gone for it. You've done your thing. So yes, running commentary. I'm Rob Deering. Paul Tonkinson. The grunting man is Paul Tonkinson. And yeah, we're planning to run east from my house in N16. To, how far are we going to try and go today? About 12. Yeah. Nice 12. 12. And, uh, morning. And it's and a very unusual time for, for us. us to be running. Yeah. This Last is, week, if this is not our natural it, habitat. No, I mean, we had a very leisurely, very sociable um, Sunday lunchtime run, if you listened to last week. And we loved that. It was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. And uh, this week, due to the rigours of schedules and also wanting to get a taste of real life, we're running out at, it's just after 7am. On a Monday morning. Yeah. And I couldn't um, sleep last night it was raining and it stopped. <laughs> and all oh, good, it stopped. It hasn't stopped, has it? No, it's not stopped. The drops have just got smaller. But this idea that we did it to experience the rigours of... <laughs> Modern life is nonsense, isn't it? If you didn't have a, if we didn't have to be here, we wouldn't be here, would we? No, let's face it. We'd never choose this. No, and I'm always in comics on a Monday morning. You see people, don't you? you see people running. Maybe you're listening to this, and there's, you're one of those people who thinks, "Well, I'll have to get." Oh, look, we're too early for the park. Oh my goodness! This is us not running through Butterfield Green because because it's not open yet. I'm quite proud in a way. What, we've that, beaten a parky. That is a park that we can't go in. We've beaten parky. Yeah, like, <laughs> how very DC comics of you. Yeah. Hop over the fence, parky will never catch yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> if he does catch us, he'll give us the slipper. So, yeah, I mean, it's the same as running after work, isn't it? People who run... To and from work, yeah. yeah. There's loads of people. When I, when I drove here, it's quite dark. I mean, the light's coming out, which is nice. Yeah, when I got up, it was dark. The thing about this is, at the end of today, we'll say, 
this is great, let's do this more often. And yeah. I want us to remember how we felt at the beginning and never do it again. <laughs> so I want, this has to be a one-off. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's already interesting. I'm enjoying it. Look, we can pick up a washing machine. Yeah, lovely. I don't know, I think I'll recrack my rib if I did that. Yeah. So, uh, oh, you've left me. <laughs> Brilliant. Now I've got I a tried corner, to I've shake got a him off on the corner of Palatine Road, but I wait. didn't manage it. I wait, don't know where wait. I'm going. I would have come through the park. Wait, 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 wait. Wait for the man. So, um, so tell me if I'm wrong. I think that the, uh, I think that the drinking's come back in. Well, it, it's it, into the daring. That's funny you should lifestyle. say that because. Uh, it's gone away again now, because from today I'm back off it. All oh, right. Oh, okay. I said... It's never easier to stop, is it? No. This when is just uh, finished. This is what I said this year. I said, I never said I would stop drinking on January the 1st, the London Marathon. I always said January the 6th. Right. Then... Here we are on February the 27th. The dramatic moment of the injury came on January the 4th. So I drank through uh, January. And then when I got fit... I again, see now what's been happening. I thought, right, I'll stop drinking... February the 1st, I stopped. Right. Felt good. It worked. Need to begin again. The funny thing about drinking, aside from all the social mores, you know, the pleasure, guilt and pleasure and all that stuff, is that if you want to lose weight, which I do, I think I'll make my marathon a little bit easier. Yes, absolutely. Shake make a couple of If you want to lose weight, you've got to stop drinking. Yeah. Because drinking is double bad. Yeah. One, it's calorific. And two, it makes you think, oh, I might as well have another 18 oat cake, even though it's like these days, I think like, <laughs> I love the way you're getting hummus. drunk and eating oat cakes. I know, but that's the thing. That's fantastic. It doesn't matter how healthy what you eat is if you eat two kilos too of it at bedtime. So, uh, so, and then it was half term, and there was a bit of very gentle kind of peer pressure. I had some friends who we wanted to go out with for cocktails. And when yeah. we said, uh, Careful. we're just crossing the A10, you can probably hear it, it's pretty... Uh, a busy artery. Yeah, and it, it, we're reminded how early it is by the fact that all the cars have got the headlights on. Not just how early it is, but how miserable it is. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, uh, to be honest, it, because this is so unusual to me, it feels sort of exotic. Yeah, yeah. I was going to get headlights on the A10, but there's no cars. Here we go. Because I never experienced this. I feel like I'm visiting a foreign country or something. Yeah, exactly. Monday morning. It's Seven o'clock on a Monday morning. This is comics absolute. This is the, the lowest point of the bell curve in terms of energy, isn't it, for comics? We always, yeah. Because we work, you know. I should say you should adjust your shorts because I can see the lowest point of your bell curve. Yeah. <laughs> Teasing the ladies. Uh-huh. Always teasing. No, I mean, this is quite dull, but it kind of illustrates the point. Every Monday morning, I get a text of what my bank balance is. Oh, do you? So I had a little oh look to see what it was this morning. That's and it wasn't there yet. Right. It was like, the bank says, he's up, mate. Because you've got I'll nothing. I'll do it. I'll There's do it. nothing there. You know? Well, <laughs> that's a very real possibility. But it, uh, it was like, the, my phone said, all right, I'll text you at seven. I do it at seven. You're normally not up by then. What, so your bank sends you a, t- a statement every Monday morning? No, no, they only phone you me up when I'm in severe trouble. It's just every Monday. No, they do. It's a, it's a system I've got set up. Pretty wow, cool. Wow. I would hate that. <laughs> that. That reality every Monday morning. I suppose it helps. I, it's I good try to know. avoid bank statements. 
Unless until I come around the house, you know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I really don't want to keep abreast of that <laughs> rather tragic unfolding scenario. <laughs> so so I, see, I see now the injuries for what they were. It's actually an excuse to keep drinking. Absolutely. This whole rib broken thing was just a ruse to, on your way to the gin cabinet. But the funny thing morning. is... Morning, sorry. Um, you know, I had two social occasions last week Yeah. where I thought, well, no, it would actually be appropriate to have a nice little drink. I'm a grown-up. But last week was half-term. Now, I want to be clear. My children don't drink. No. And yet, I thought, it's half-term. It's holiday. The so I thought, the well, half-term like, festival. Drinking once with these friends who want cocktails, I might be hanging out with a childhood hero on this other day. And they, they, they obviously got a drink in front of them because... Who's the childhood hero? Uh, um, uh, uh, Miles Hunt and the Wonder Stuff. All right. Okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Great. And... Uh, so I drank on both those nights, and because it was half-term, let's cross here. You don't have to get up early. Well, well, it's more just, it's, I just flagged it up as a kind of holiday season. Yeah, it's great. It's and great. drank, you know, I probably drank for nine nights. That's not necessary, is it? No, but, whoop, 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 It's whoop, the cyclist. Hey, I that. say, if a cyclist is on the pavement, that was I can a, that run was across a, in front of him. That was a triple threat crossing the road. There was a bus to our right, a car to our left, and then the cycle. <laughs> At a five-way junction. Hey, runners, take care of crossing those roads, okay, guys? Be safe out there. But you're one of those unusual parents who uh, never moans about the kids. That's right, I love them. I really like that. Yeah. That's a nice attitude to have, because I love spending time on holidays with the kids. No, well, I shall laugh. I do think, well, I, I say it's unusual, but I think only in this country. I think it's a real... I find it mildly offensive. Not, not individually. Someone saying, oh, God, I'm so tired. I've got to look after the kids. Uh, that's fair enough, because but, but parenting is hard. No, don't go that way. Oh, oh this is good. Sorry. Oh. Uh, I should have warned you. Stand there. Hazard. There is no way out of the Garden of the Russet, so him running up there was a big mistake. That's a little detour. <laughs> 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 this way, sir. Idiocy. This way. But only... T- look oh, at this, got, this, this is good too now. That's got to be another photo up. Moments later, one of you. we've got the stepping stones to get across the bridge into the tunnel. We'll get back to the running in a minute. Here we go. This is, this is a real adventure. Whoa. Oh, I'm on the pallet. I'll get off there. That really uh, really clears the pallet. Okay, we've done it. <laughs> yeah. We're going through a tunnel under the railway onto Hackney Downs. So, yeah, I don't mind if someone I know says, oh, I don't know how we can look after the kids. I'm really busy. It's tiring. I totally respect that because parenting is hard. But when the newspapers and the internet say, how are you going to get rid of those irritating kids kids this holiday? I think, I don't want to. How dare you? And it feels like a real first world problem to not want to spend time with the kids. I mean, how many people, you know, no, we're going to do it. What about, imagine you're a family in Syria. Yes. And your house is gone. And you're living in the house with the kids. Of course. Any of those people going, God, I'm so sick of these pesky kids. You're thinking, well, at least my one beautiful kids are alive. Yeah. And this this stuff is key. Major, just got majorly blanked by that bloke. Yeah, did you wait? You actually waved. You physically Why waved. Why do I persist in this? We're on Hackney this Downs. This is nice, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lovely spot. I really though. like this. Great place for running, actually, Hackney Downs. I can recommend it because it's pretty flat. Yep. Not completely flat. And it's laid out like the back of an envelope. So you can crisscross the middle. You can go around the edge. We're going down the avenue on the edge Looks now. Like it's really, really nice. nice. And... Uh, Oh I think it's also just roughly a mile round. I'm and starting, finally, I'm there's a toilet in the middle. 
Oh, that's nice. Stop for a wee. It's yeah. sorted. I'm starting to. It's starting to happen. I'm starting to see the value of running in the morning. Yeah. It feels good. We knew it would happen. It feels really good. It's <laughs> happened sooner than I thought. <laughs> hey, if it's you want a mile, if you want to hike up her mile today, should we look around how you dance? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah let's do it. Okay, we'll do that. Do they have park runs here? I don't know. Maybe. We should look it up. I'll look it up. I've reached that stage where every... If there is, and I'll drop a link in at this point. Okay. Every park I see nowadays, I think, do they have park runs? Yeah, yeah. I just look at space as a possibility for yeah. park runs. The, 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 the feeling is hypocrisy, because I'm always like, why, oh why, isn't there a park run in Clizzle Park? Yes. And then we do the park run, and the nice man says... Now, if you do want to volunteer or start your own park, and I look at you and go, oh, give us, if I do that, we give ourselves that non-volunteering look. Yeah, exactly. Do we talk quickly about the park run at the weekend? Yeah. Do we do that? Well, you beat me again. Yeah, yeah but you're way thing. off. You, you didn't, you'd hardly run, had you? You've been doing your gin festival. Now, that's not fair. I've got to, I've got to, I didn't run enough last week. Apart the reason... Um, we were out early and I didn't run last week. It wasn't just my week of hard drinking. It was, uh, I mean, I'm doing jury service, all right? And that's all I can say about that. That's all you can say about that. And, and I know that makes it sound like a lie, <laughs> yeah. but it isn't. Yeah. I am. It yeah. was. I did. Doing, and I can't. Doing jury service at the beer festival. Yeah. That's great. And that, that takes beer up service. Your, that takes up your time. Yeah. The other I thing I did... We go back to calories. Is I started drinking lager, and then I thought, oh, lager is very fattening. Yeah. So I started uh, drinking cocktails instead. Well, that's good for the weight. Yeah, that's much better, isn't it? isn't it? Yeah. And some of them were French seventy fives. I don't even know what that means. Well, it's a cocktail with a couple of spoonfuls of sugar in it. Oh, nice. So, so you get your sugar for the energy as well. Yeah. 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 You must have seen me drinking one. <laughs> Just at the beginning of that run last week. But now, from today, I will not drink again until after the marathon. I'm kind of... I'm drinking... London Marathon. A little bit. Yeah. But not... Because you were very... You were totally off it at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I mean... I did that. I'm just drinking a couple of glasses every now and again, which is a major breakthrough. Yeah. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's nice. the Starbuck Hackney Downs. That's a nice, cool pub. That's pub we might pop in, actually, in light of recent conversation. It's really like nice, it. Hackney Downs. If you don't know it, then you can't know that Hackney has got such a nice spot. Let's go hard right and go around the Downs. Right. This one? Yep. It's becoming like Michael Winner and his mate, isn't it? It's a tour of pubs now. <laughs> this is nice. So I've been doing... I did nearly 40 miles last week. Oh, well done. Which for me represents... I did nearly four. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the uh, disparity in part runs. Yeah. Well, the thing... That's the thing with the park run is ultimately you've got to be racing with yourself, haven't you? I mean, it's really good for me having you there because you are fitter than me. You are faster than me. At the minute, yeah. And the difference isn't that great. So pacing you is useful to me. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, conversely, yeah. the thing I have to remember... Is we've done that park run three times now this year. Yes. And uh, every time I've done, it's felt better and I've done it faster. Because you're coming back. So in conversation with myself, in competition with myself, 
It's going well. Yeah. But I don't think that's the competition you're beating yourself. You want to talk about. Well, no, I, 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 <laughs> I'm just. Uh, <laughs> please, I'm doing more running. Yeah. Well, you're looking I'm good. You are fitter than me. And it, and, and it sounds like. You know, it's, it's genuinely interesting for us because we ran without podcasting all last year when generally I was the fit one. Yes. So it's a good. It's you do more running. It's a bit of a flip. I'm doing things like going out for a run yesterday just to do five miles to, to add the miles up, but it was really slow. I was really stiff. My legs are really stiff. So was that the park? to warm up. That was just round the. Round but did you feel was the stiffness due to the park? It's all, well, it's that, and it's also the mileage. 40 miles for people training for the marathon isn't that much. It's a lot, yeah. but it's not that much. But it's way more than I have been doing. So no, you say I'm I've, got, stiff, ready, so I've I, got to keep stretching. I don't tend to run more than 20, 25 miles a yeah. week. But on the other hand, I can remember, I know what it feels like to be running enough that you're always body aware always that you've been a bit, running. A bit tired out. I like that feeling. But the thing I feel now which again I think is healthy, although it's quite unfamiliar, is the different impact of running at different speeds. Right. So I can run the speed we're running now. For a long time. Yeah, we can probably do. We'll get into the teens before I notice I've done it. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But equally, morning, equally we can go out and do the park run, which is what, three miles? Yep. Maybe run to it, make it up to four and a half. And... um, and I'll know it because we were running fast. Because it's faster, yeah. Yeah. I think that's good for you to get used to different Absolutely, paces. Yeah. Well, I think it's the same as it used to be when I started running up and down hills. And I know that I always complain about the slightest incline, but I'm talking about actual hills. hills yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying that one way you kind of drop into first gear and run really slow and think that's okay. As long as <laughs> yeah. I run to the top of this hill, in fact, I'm going at the pace of walking. Yeah. Uh, and you're not, you're not going at the pace of walking. I was doing that in the Lake District and thinking, oh, I'm at the top of a hill. It's great to run. And it's one that I've you know, spent all day walking up before. It's brilliant. be brilliant until you break an ankle. This is nice. So, yeah, we're coming around Hackney Down. So going along the railway side now. So we're going Tiny up here, No, it's going straight to the, okay. all the way to the corner. A few daffodils on the ground there. The wildflowers and grasses of Hackney Downs. <laughs> Unless you want to go to the stepping stones through the puddle and get lost no, in the garden of the Russet again. She's running on the grass. Yeah, well, what it's do you think about the impact? They say you should run on the grass for your knees. I don't like it. I prefer when I can to run on the grass, but it's nice to get a bit of both because, let's face it, the marathon's not on the grass. No, that's You've got to get used to it a bit, but, it's, but if I can, I try and run on trails. Just See, my running style... Prefers a flat, hard track. Yeah, yeah. It really does. So, but I remember, see, you sound pretty fit, you're doing a lot of running, but I can remember in January you weren't drinking at all. Yeah. And now you're talking, I know. just a little bit. I, I know, I know, it's creeping back in a little bit. Yeah. I have to be careful of that, but I haven't been drunk all year, which for me is major, because usually it's two or three times when a week. When you say haven't been drunk all year, let's be clear, you haven't been drunk at any point in the year so far. Yeah, see, I've pretty much been drunk all year. Yeah, yeah, you've been drunk continuously. <laughs> you think this is a part run. There's a finish, I've got my barcode. The finish, the finish. It's that long surge for the finish, isn't it? Oh, that's funny for me, the surge for the finish, because I just haven't got it. I, I'm no, but do you try, though? Oh, yeah. Well, mentally I try, but physically, 
it just isn't there. So that moment... But you can always go a bit faster, though, can't you? Can't you? Yeah, yeah, but it's hard Just to, a little bit. That's true. It's hard to access it. Yeah. I would say. No, that's interesting you should say that, because I suppose I'm letting myself off. Because, yeah, in the old 5Ks and 10Ks, when all the people... I mean, this part kind we do, there's this one or two guys, young guys, with striking hair. Yes. And they... They come past you quite at what point in the run? About 4k or is it near the end? What when they what the when lapping, they sail the past. Thing. Well it's yeah. right at the end. Yeah. For me. It was right at the end this week of the fourth lap. And you feel some you you, you hear a, a strike pattern, a, a, a stride pattern behind you. Yeah. This is a bit swift. Yeah. And then they're like, and they come like, past and they kind of fly past. Like, it's like a couple of ghosts or something. It's so ethereal, isn't it? Look, yeah. It's like they're in a different, they've just been dropped down from a different planet. Yeah, to be really obs- obscure, they run like Alex Lyson of Rush's fingers, whittle up and down the fretboard. He makes it look easy because there's no weight or impact. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a little, 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 it's they're just like, straight past you. It's like, I must say, the first time it happened last week to get lapped yeah. in a park run. Over five laps is quite a sobering experience. No, and this is some... You're running it in under 21 minutes. So you're, yeah. not, you're not crawling around. No, but these guys are... Well, they're doing it in about 16.30, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. No, no, they're definitely doing it this year. Yeah. <laughs> Forsooth. Now yeah, that no. Shakespeare's gone, to the park room, Mr. Um. Okay, I've tried to make this 16.30 thing work. I'll leave it alone. It's not funny. It's too early for puns. It's too early for jokes, but it's good, though. Thanks. That's nice. But they... Uh, and they were running together. They weren't even racing. Little dog. Little it was dog. two of them. Nice. Morning, minor little dog. So they were. Th- so then that's just a little training run. Yeah. But I mean, they're an extreme example. But when you get to the last kilometres, certainly the last five hundred metres of a five or ten k run, people start really pulling it out. They change up again. Yes. And they go, ooh, ooh, and they come running past you. And I really got to learn to have a relationship with that. We talked about this before, and uh, you feel a bit threatened by it. Well, no, I you just feel, feel a bit uncomfortable. It's the opposite. I feel like I don't have to bother. Right. I just think, oh yeah, good luck to you, mate. Right. Go on then. I'll stay back here because I'm not that bothered. I mean, that is quite nice to have positive feelings we'll for, your, for your fellow runners. Yeah. But I. But if you're in a race, I sort of almost feel you owe it to them to have a go. No, I agree. I agree. I get it now. And I think that. It's interesting about accessing it, because when I think of it, I think, again, I think I talked before, I was doing a, the Inverness Half Marathon, and uh, I told myself I wasn't fit for it, and I wasn't going to get a good time. And it's true, I didn't get my PB. It's always good to start off with positive messages. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're but a loser equally, what you're doing. I was pretty, uh, I did all right. Yeah. And right at the end, I was trying to catch the person in front of me up. And it also finished around a running track. Yeah, all right. It was so all that quite gives inspiring. The, that, that inspires the... That's right. That gives the finish a bit of focus. Absolutely. But... Thank you. Cheers, mate. Well, oh, good on you. He didn't want to stay there. I was there. just going to give that guy a hard time for not stopping for us at the zebra crossing. But he, he did. Didn't want, he didn't want to stop, did he, that bloke? Kudos. He, he did, though. Those. He changed his tune. Yeah. We're just... Um, we've left Hackney Downs now. We've got to another pub. That's another nice pub. That's the Verdon E5. Really nice pub. Spitting there. Not open yet for some reason. And we're going to cut across here through uh, Clapton Ponds. So, yeah, it's quite roady, but we've got some nice green. And it's roady, it's happening. We're here. I reckon Parky's been round. I reckon we could go through Clapton Ponds. Yeah. 
fountains up. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. We've got the green man. Let's cross. Good timing. Clapton Ponds. Bit gorgeous. There we go. We're going to just loop around Clapton Ponds and go on to uh, Millfields. I think I got that right too when we get there. So, um, so it's always it's like. Uh, oh, let me. I was just going to say that at the end of Inverness Half Marathon, looking back, there was this bit, and to be fair, it wasn't in the last mile, but it was right near the end. Yeah. Where. I wanted to catch up because I've been to the toilet. We talked about it last week. Right, yeah. So I ran much faster than I had been running so for you, about a minute. So you, you always have it. I didn't even notice it. Yeah. And I think that at my very last half marathon, which is the Royal Parks in October, I did. I found that. Right. And it was because I knew the run. Right. I got into the uphill, last 800 metres, 400 metres, 200 metres to the finish line in, in Hyde Park. And I could, and I went for it. That's but that's the first time I've ever done that. But there's also a, a practical lesson in there. That's know where the finish is. Yeah. You just know the last half mile of the yeah. course, and then you can start And I think you say you it's practical, it but I think that it's completely uh, psychological. Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, when you came past me in the uh, park run, not last time, the time before. The other week, yeah. That was quite impressively tactical, because you did the double. You overtook me when we were kind of in a mass of people. Yeah. So you've got, you've got... It's called hiding. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> I don't know anything about this stuff. You, you Alf Topper. That old trick. <laughs> then, but I just let him go. And then, uh, well, this again, it's so easy for me to talk myself out of it, you know. We had a good kilometre to go at that point. I thought, well, I can't sprint after him. No. It's too far. But you can search. Yeah. I think it's, when it comes it, down to it, I'm still very much learning, despite yeah. my... Fairly uh, extensive and speedy long race experience. It's all a bit blaggy. I'm, uh, 
I'm really learning how to run fast and slow. And, he, and even in a really quite small range of fast and slow. Doing that. Yeah, to get used to places. But, but finishes have... There's a few phases to most finishes. Yeah. So you've got your initial... You know, 600 metres ago, whatever, your initial surge. Yeah. And then you try and hold that for a quarter of a mile. Then you've got your last 200 where you go fast again. And then you've got your last kind of 80 metres kind of nutty. Everything on the table kind of... Yeah. When you say nutty... out. Do you really want me to... Visualised turns. Yeah. <laughs> the real balls out. Oh, God. Screaming. You sprint for the Ooh. finish, the dip for the tape. I see, I'm never going to crack this on this. You change your terminology. <laughs> sounds a bit like I've been living in the forest on my own for weeks. So, uh, morning. Oh, it's just a small thing. I was just going to say to you, in terms of the morning, time's, uh, time's passed a bit later, it's a bit brighter. It's not quite so rainy. We're going down the residential road. You're probably still very much waking some people up. It's actually uh, almost perfect conditions for a run, actually. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, sort of slightly spitting, isn't it? Keeps you cool. Yeah. It's like this on marathon it's day. It feels it's great. Yeah. Yeah, but could you do 20, could you do 20 30 miles in this when you get a little bit damp and chafy? Yeah, the chafings are real issues there. Yeah. Yeah. The other day, actually. You've got to be careful that, haven't you? I saw someone... Really good look. Oh, this is going to be the worst joke. Okay. Stop myself. I stop myself. This is a hard road to cross. And once we're across it, we're going to be in Millfields Park. We're going to go across here and pick up the Lee River. I've got some friends who live over there. Morning. Yeah, I mean... It will soon be time to get the baby's bottom ones around. <laughs> for the long runs, won't it? We're approaching. Once you get to the long runs, you've got to start to look after all your bits and pieces. What do you do? What do you do for the long runs? What's your? I tell you, the only thing I would always do for a long run is blasters on the nipples. Blasters on the nipples. Yeah. And then but I always forget and take my top off in front of other people. No, you can't. And then just for a second, there'll be other comedians, and they're like, "He's lost his nipples. This man has no nipples. They're flesh-coloured blasters." That's so worth. It's so brutal, isn't it? The bleeding nipples and painful. Yeah, yeah. Just rubbing them to the quick. Well, I used to do comedy about this. I, I really didn't realise about the suffering, you know. And then at the time, I saw the suffering. My first marathon when yeah. I was going for just sub four. I uh, saw so much of it because I think there's a lot of people... Who don't think about that. ...who go for just sub four, who are kind of just good at running enough to go for that, but... You know, still two hours off. Very respectable athletes. time, though. No, but it's a very yeah. respectable time. But that's what it is. It's the it's the it's the amateurs' um, top league. Yes. Yeah. You know, and as a result, oh, this grass is going to be slippery, but we should risk it. Yeah. Go across the grass. Okay. Um, as a result, there's a lot of people really putting themselves on the line for sub four, and equally, a lot of people kind of dressed up. You know, so you see a guy in a, in a wedding dress, and you think, oh, that's fun. And then you realise he's, he's kind of crying, <laughs> and there's patches of blood yeah. near all the places where his body creases. Yeah. And you think, that's less fun than he envisaged. It hasn't been the best day of his life. No. He's not a happy bride. <laughs> it is like the plasters are essential, aren't they? Oh, plasters yeah. on nipples. Well, funny enough, this conversation... It's making me think I should have... Uh, Put plus... Uh, yeah. It's almost this morning, isn't it? Because it's It's a bit cold. damp. We will keep you abreast. 12 miles, I think. Situation. Good. Abreast. I like that. 
I'd like to tell a little nipple story, if I may. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> My nipples. Feel free. Does it need tweaking, or is it ready to? Oh, there it is. See, I'm starting to think like you now. I've got to. I've got to watch that. I can only apologise. Silly, silly gag. We got to the Lee River. Again, I use it as an excuse to stop, take a photo. We're going to cross this bridge and then carry on along the towpath south, round the fringes of Hackney. These are the old filter beds for London. They used to bring this water down. You often find this fine going to the places where people brought water down in the old days because they're good to run. And the funny thing is now, we go next to these uh, narrow boats. This is idyllic. This is nice. And they all have little wood burners. Yeah. And you get to one like that one up ahead that's smoking. And then you go, <laughs> give me some air. So people live here now, of course. There's someone behind people us. Live on these. Watch yeah. out for the bike. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, that squawking is a J. Good work, Jay. <coughs> See, Smokey. Must be quite peaceful on a narrow boat. Yeah, until we came past. Too small that I'd be banging my head all day. Yeah. So, my nipples are quite <laughs> wide set. Right, okay. I always think of them as eyes. I think of them as quite sort of spacious. They're quite Uma Thurman. I'm more... I'm more kind of puppy nipple. It's kind of like it's more of a puppy cheat. The amount to which I want to hear about yours is making me really wish. Just to put it in context again. That's another dividing line. Another difference. Yeah, incredible. Yeah, your listeners must be really bang into this stuff. But on my birthday, my son, ten, um, made me completely of his own volition. He made me an origami Sagittarius. Nice. Yeah, he asked what, how such a bright lad. My wife, what my star sign was. Yeah. And he made a little folded black paper, bottom half of horse. Right. And gave it a little white folded paper, top half of man. Nice. Yeah. And uh, and my wife laughed and laughed because he just got the nipples in exactly the right place. <laughs> Perfect reconstruction. <laughs> I'm gonna, I think I've got a picture. You can enjoy that for yourselves. So if you could get an origami picture of you with your puppy nipples. Little puppy teats. I know you've also got to look after downstairs on the long runs as well, haven't you? Yeah, yep. The fellas, you've got to get, your, well, got to get it all greased up down there. Oh dear. Because the chafing is well, very painful. Well, I've got a chafe story which takes us away from your genitals, which is nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> if we must. Yeah, but that's practical stuff. No, it's important. People need to know that. Yeah, yeah. Because that can really... Well, my running gear tends to be pretty... Uh, Snug, so I've never, I've never actually greased up. Have you not? No, never. Oh, never yeah. been a problem. The worst trouble I have is I have a little music player on my hip. Yeah. And uh, so that's that rubs sort of thing. It will just touch, just touch you on the bottom of the thumb. Right. And it doesn't matter. And then if you do it for four hours, repeat, of course. It matters. It's a repetition. It really hurts. But um, the worst one, the brilliant one, was first marathon. I was wearing a knee support. And I probably didn't need it. That's, uh, that's another issue. But anyway, I was wearing this knee support all the way around. Didn't really feel it. It was good. And then at the end, I took it off. And everywhere underneath, I just basically flayed where the knee support yeah, had been. Must be painful. And then I got a really nice massage. Good deep tissue sports massage down my legs. I like it. Off the off Parkinson's UK at the end. And, uh, and this... Uh, Masseuse, she was excellent, you know, she really, she wasn't shy, you know what I mean? She okay. was kind of taking big handfuls of muscle up and lifting Delving them up, right, like twanging them back. 
That's what we were going, yo! And then yeah. when she got to around my knee, thank you. She was using this big red chafe on my knee like a kind of thumb hold. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was screaming in agony. And she said, oh, Is that alright? I said, Yeah, yeah, it's just the skin, it's just the surface. And she said, Okay, fine. And she got her fingers in there. And it hurt so much, and I appreciated it. And I thought, yeah, I think I'm a runner now. Does it help the post-marathon massage? Oh, yeah. I've never really done it. Oh, God, yeah. I've always been too sort of tired and asleep and kind of... No, no, I've d- I mean, I've done it when I didn't want to. Right. After Yorkshire, I was really nauseous. But I queued up and got a massage, and I really think... You know, I, I'm always really strict about stretching after a run since I didn't after my first half marathon and got injured. Yeah. And I think that having a deep tissue... Leg massage after a half or a full marathon, if you can get one, is one of my body's equivalent to those stretches. You know, it's yeah. like a, it's a turbo it's a version. Of it, yeah. Exactly. I think you're basically going to need them out. Otherwise, I mean, I think however you do it, I've never been in an ice bath, but I think you basically have to draw some kind of line under what you've been doing with your muscles, or they'll tell you about it because. Because otherwise, the thing about it is, you can't know what's going to happen because of the delay. Right. And if you don't do something drastic straight afterwards on the Sunday or whatever day it is, it's not till Wednesday or Thursday you find out the damage you've done yourself, you know? Well, I always feel like Monday, Tuesday after the marathon, you feel great mentally. Yeah. And then you can't sort of walk up a curb the yeah. right way. You've got to kind of lower yourself sort of do it sideways or something because your legs are so stiff it's just the big it's almost like a walk of honour though isn't it absolutely like you've done the marathon you can't walk yeah well I think that's why for the whole rest of the day you should wear that medal yeah and if you wear it if you get away from the finish line and you're somewhere where people look at you funny or don't care stay with it just take it out yeah there's no shame in it the day after no don't wear the medal to drop the kids off at school no 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 that's showing That's off. showboating a bit. Yeah, yeah. But I think that thing, like you say, of being all ginger but proud, again, I think it's just a magnified version of any run. You go for a run in the morning, like... Today. Yeah, midday today. We'll feel good about think, I just feel great. I just feel yeah. normal. And we'll be... If we want to feel like that isn't some kind of post-run glow, we'll have to tell ourselves that. Because if you is, don't examine it, it, you just think, yeah. it's a lovely juvenile swan. Look at that. Juvenile, he's smoking, he's calling me names. There you go, mate, lovely. Thank you. As that coot just said. Right, let's cut across here. It's a great feeling when you... I felt it a bit the last few days, so I've been doing a bit more running, so... You feel sort of a bit tired all the time, but a bit glowy. Yeah. And just really relaxed. Careful. It just makes you feel really chilled out, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, I've been becoming aware of that kind of anti-stress aspect. Yeah, it really works. doing loads of running. We're coming out um, from, uh, just come off the, uh, is that canal or the Lee River we're on? Anyway, we're coming on to Hackney Marshes, which are absolutely huge, if you don't know them. This is where the Hackney Half Marathon starts and finishes, and it's the size of about 30 football pitches. It's a good two miles round. And it's very flat. It's a really nice place to be. Last time I ran out of here was a, was a kind of blustery sunset. It was absolutely incredible. It looked like there was a red alien spaceship coming in through the sky over there. And the funny thing is that at that end, it looks like an alien spaceship has already landed because it's, it's the old Olympic Park. 
surrounded by cranes and Anish Kapoor's thing that's really disappointing me, not a slide pointing up into the east end sky. It's quite the spot is what I'm saying. It is really nice. You've got a nice panorama, haven't you? And if you look over there, we've got people... Sheeple, sheeple, I should say. Yes, of Coming in off the A12 into Hackney. Not like us. Not like us with yeah. their ridiculous Nothing jobs. I, uh, I played many football matches on here with Bocca, Bocca Juniors, the most aggressive Sunday league team you'll have seen oh, for many a season. So tough, you didn't enjoy it? No, it was too much... Uh, too much violence. Yeah. By the by, by midday, you'd kind of witnessed, you know, four or five fights. It was like, this just isn't relaxing for me. I need to stop doing this. And also, I can't fight, so. Well, I remember. I can't do this. When I first moved out this way, well, maybe when I first discovered this place, my dad used to travel all the pubs and football pitches of London. Yeah. So, I said to him, oh, you must have played out the Hackney Marshes. And he's like, yeah, it was rubbish. And the reason he hated it is because... They, uh, in those days, on a Saturday, you know, all the football pitches would be full. Right. And uh, you had to come and get your own goalposts. Yeah, you've got, yeah you had to lay the goalposts. Yeah. Yeah. So he'd get home. He must have been here on a horrible day as well. So he's coming, you know, on a January morning in the rain and the set mud. The, set the pitch out. Some bloke says, yeah, get your get goalposts. Which people don't normally do that, do they? I mean, no. You don't see that, you don't see that in the Premier League. No. And uh, so he hated it, which is excellent. I thought he'd be he'd have all misty memories, but not at all. Many a battle on there. See, yeah, we were on the canal before, and now we run across the marshes, and we're by the river, running through the uh, this little patch of woodland here. It's good. So I'm in a, uh, I've got a radio play later today. Oh, wow. I've got a peer. I've never done it before. I'm appearing as a, I've got a small but important role. I haven't... <laughs> Actually, read the whole scripture. Ah, uh, but but you know, <laughs> in radio, they really make a point. I mean, sometimes it must be a lie, and I have inside information on this. Right, like your archers or whatever, they turn up, and yeah. uh, just when it's time to record, they kind of go <laughs> and tear open the envelope and go, oh, 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 oh today, what right. are we doing today? Right. So, really, your mistake is not not reading all of it. You shouldn't, you're not supposed to have read any of it. Read any of it at all. But I imagine that's... Parakeet. I imagine that's people who can actually act. Right. I feel that... Yeah, that's I've never issue. been in one before or done any acting on radio before. Yeah. I need to do something. Yeah, Because yeah. it's a friend's project, Josh Howie. Yeah. Jewish comic, very funny. It's his first show on Radio 4. He's got me in. And of course... I'm What's your role? I'm worried about messing the whole thing up. I'm a... I play a police officer. Excellent. But who sort of bangs on the door. Come on, get out! Get yeah. out! Get out! I mean, is that too much? I think that was perfect. <laughs> Are you rehearsing on me now? No, I'm just kind of... Disgrace. Trying to get into character. Do the banging. Do the banging again. Get out! Yeah. Out! Yeah. Get out! Yeah, the, the last out, one wasn't as good. No, no. <laughs> you lost it now. You was good at first. I know, but what you don't want to do is overthink it. Uh, over there, he's got a warehouse surrounded by vans. I don't know what there's in there and what they're getting out of it, but they're busy. Something's going on. And behind it, I think the sun's coming up. I mean, the sun's been up for a while, but, you know. Properly coming up. We might actually see the sun. This, um, well, good luck with that. Yeah, it's going to be, uh, you 
you've just got to get into the mentality that it's all just going to be fun, haven't you? Absolutely. I can't start overthinking that. And it's all part of the same deal. Well, I love doing stand I mean, sometimes it's a lot closer to what we do, but I love taking what we do and just changing the context. Just doing a little... You always realise that it's the same in the end. It's you standing up and showing off. Yeah. You'd just be doing it with someone else's words. Yeah. So, um, like he's chegwin. Hey! Yeah, he's, been. he's annoyed everyone, hasn't he, at the moment? He has. He's annoyed all the comics. But he's got a very strong argument, you know, when people sensibly call him, like Simon Evans saying, you're using the work of a professional. And Let's put it in context. What, what he's doing thing. is he's, yeah, he's doing other comics material, isn't he? On Twitter. On yeah. Twitter, so... Yeah. So, but isn't he saying that he's just collected all these jokes? Well, this is the dialogue, you know, that people like Ed Byrne and Simon Evans have said, guys, shut up, parakeets. That's ridiculous. That's, That's nice. me talking, not Simon Evans. Um, he said, you really shouldn't do this because these are working comedians who write for their livelihood. And, uh, you know, I can quote you this joke by, say, Milton Jones you did right. last week. And then Keith Chegwin blocked them. They stop bullying me. I'm being bullied. They're all old or they're either by dead people or I made them up myself. His argument is is not convincing. He's very panicky. So he's blocked them all on Twitter, all these comics moaning at him. Yeah. And he's just carrying on his account as normal. Yep. Releasing all their jokes. And now the comics are all moaning on Chaucer. Right. Which is, you know, it's like it is to... uh, Morning. It is to comedians what Facebook is to yeah. people, i.e. feels like the real world. But it's, but it's essentially a website full of your mates. Very small. Yeah. So, exciting for comics. I would wonder if that's uh, something people in the real world are picking up on. No, I think people are all over Twitter will have done. The Chegwin controversy. Yeah. Twitter, of course, very small section of the population, isn't it? Yeah. If you're on it a lot, you can think this is crucial to the nation's well-being. But yeah, I remember doing that. I was doing some uh, radio in Westminster, political radio, when there was that big Twitter kerfuffle a couple of years ago. Right. And everyone who did, they deleted all these tweets, and then they were looking at, you know, suppressing them and all this stuff. Yeah. And everyone who'd seen them, no one could talk about them. Right. right. And everyone who'd seen them just assumed that everyone else had seen them. Yeah. So there's this kind of waggled eyebrows of, well, you know what they say about, you know, insert name of celebrity right, yeah. here. I'm like, no, we no, don't. No, we don't. What did you That's say? That's the whole point. That's the thing about social networks in general, and actually about life in general. It's very easy to think that the but community you're in yeah. is the entire community. It's a central hub. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's just getting on with it. That's the parakeets right. are getting on with they it. Really We're going to the run. I'm glad these parakeets are here because I feel like they ate all the insects. I was here last summer and, uh, oh my goodness, look at this. We've got a, quite an unusual goose. We've got a bird I can't recognise standing on one this leg. Like a gang oh, there's two of them. This okay. is like their territory. Coming slow, they're going to attack. Yeah. I'm going to use a bit of a zoom in on these. I think they're doing a goose podcast. Right, run it, run at it, run at it, run at it, run at it. That's going to get me. He's really good. Tall. Didn't even go to two legs. That, that's a very interesting creature. I did a gig in Windsor on Saturday night. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, well, I was able to open by saying, I've just parked down on... Uh, on, uh, I was implying I'd parked by the river. Yeah. Yeah. I've just parked down on uh, some swans. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> where I parked was by the Thames. Right. And there were dozens, 
dozens of swans kind of sleeping by the car. I just thought, wow, how many arms could they break? So, yeah, those parakeets, they must have gone insect crazy. I was running here yeah. last summer, and uh, it was the worst cloud of insects ever. Right. I was kind of running, like running for about a mile with my eyes shut, flailing my arms, going, <laughs> thinking I'd get past them. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Get to the point 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 to the